Ms. Marauder says, get me in that club sandwich. Uh, this is a, that's a weird analogy. Club sandwich? What does a club sandwich entail? It's just because it's got a bunch of stuff in it. Oh, because it has three pieces of bread. Oh. But are you the bread or are you the filling? Filling. Because a club sandwich would have five people involved then, right? It could. A sandwich could. would have three people involved. It could be a Big Mac. Yeah, Big Mac is a Big Mac. Big Mac's got three, considered three a club? pieces of bread. Uh, Ms. Marauder says she's the middle bread. That's fair. That's fair. We are live with the episode seven season finale, series finale of Book of Boba Fett. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. This was an extra long episode. It came out at midnight, uh, 1150-ish, and it was an hour-long episode, so it's super long. We are going to be talking about this episode. Thank you for staying up with us tonight. If you're seeing us live, you are watching us live on the live stream. We are streaming to four different streaming platforms. Uh, we are streaming to volume, we're streaming to YouTube, we're streaming to Twitch, we're streaming to Facebook. Obviously, our number one streaming platform is volume.com, where you can find us, volume.com slash The Keeg Show. Uh, or if you know, you're listening to the podcast, however the way you digest us, you're listening to us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, or iHeartRadio, we're all over the place. Uh, did I mention that I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira? Did I mention that, Matthew Mori? Oh, yes, you. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I think you did. Well, I got so excited, my... And we got my yeah. co-host Matthew Mori here. Matt, you were saying you're excited. Yeah, I got too excited. I shut down my camera, man. Just super excited to be talking about this. Yeah, you like you fumbled a little. Yeah. Fumbled. Um, but uh, I'm glad I can hear you, and uh, you can hear me. Yep. Uh, oh. how psyched are you right now? Um. Oh you know? no. No, you're middle of the road. I mean, this is big. Well, this is. I mean, I'm about yeah. I mean, like, I'm happier than when I started watching. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, we got we got Miss Marauder out there. Miss Marauder always in the chat. Uh, Miss Marauder was our guest for last week for episode seven. And a fine guest she was. What'd you say? And a fine guest she was. And a fine guest she was. Um, we are. Uh, ooh. Okay. Let's see. We, we got other other people tuning in. We got Mr. Deutsch out there. Mr. Deutsch on uh, on Twitch is saying, I predict sour grapes in the fandom. Um, how do we how do we uh, how do we view the fandom reacting to this episode before we even talk about any specifics? Matt, what's been your uh, your experience with this? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think people are happy that they got to see some of the checklist items that they wanted some, you know, they got their Cad Bane. So that's cool. Um, I think some people are going to be a little pissed. He's presumably dead. I mean, he's dead, right? Uh, I would (laughs) assume, I would say, I would say so. So I think a little people are, a few people are going to be a little upset about that. They wanted to see more of him. 
Which, honestly, is one of my favorite parts, though. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, we got viewers on all these different platforms, which is awesome. Thank you so much. We see you guys. Uh, we do have a guest for this episode. That is Nidra. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at Nidra Loves Cosplay. Also on TikTok at Nidra Loves Cosplay. And then on Twitter at Nidra Loves Jedi. She is a big Star Wars fan. She is a big uh, uh, cosplayer slash Star Wars fan. You guys should see her work. She is obviously, uh, I would assume, finishing up the episode right now, and she will be uh, joining us shortly. In the meantime, uh, I see all you guys out there, so uh, let me answer some questions. Luke Chavez from China. Luke Chavez says, live from China, what's up? The answer is, what's not up? much. How you doing? So that's the answer to that. Uh, just easily answering some some questions out there. Uh, we also got Jesse Carnes or Carnes, I'm not quite sure. Um, who was in the chamber in the credits? You want to answer that, Matthew? That was Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth, one of Matt, one of Matt's yeah. favorite uh, favorite characters, right? Is it fair to, is I, it safe I to say? I guess. I mean, I feel like you you've know, been hyping him up for a while now. Okay, I read the aftermath books, and I was like, oh, oh, that's that's that guy. I was like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing yeah. when he first came on screen in The Mandalorian. So yeah. it's probably just because I felt happy I knew who he was. Yeah. Am I is this uh is this similar to uh um uh like I don't know if your mom does this, Matt, but like my mom does a thing where she'll bring up like random girls from my past that I've mentioned once, and mm. then my mom will be like, How's your uh how's that uh you know future wife doing? And I'm like, which future wife? And she's like, she'll be like, you know, like journey smollett and i'm like well first thing uh i haven't talked i've mentioned like journey smollett to my mom once and uh uh now she thinks like i'm in love with her and it's true i am but i haven't talked about her that much you get what i mean so am i doing that but with you with cop vanth i guess <laughs> okay you just mentioned cop vanth once and then i'm just like I okay yeah well no i mean he's cool because he's you know the outlaw type I mean, I guess not. He's not really the outlaw type, but uh, just gunslinger, kind of cool, kind of yeah. awesome. Yeah. And uh, you know, I knew he had Boba Fett's armor, so I thought that was really cool right away. Like that first book, the first aftermath book, you read how he's describing this Mandalorian armor that he found, and it's yeah. like it's you're like reading it like this guy's this guy's got Boba Fett's armor. So, um, yeah. I think when I saw him on screen wearing Boba Fett's armor and then took off the helmet and it wasn't Boba Fett, I was like, oh, dude, that's Cobb Vanth. Like, I get why people, uh, you know, geek out over fan service because I felt it felt really cool. Right. Well, I mean, fan. yeah, when Cobb Vanth appears in, in, in Mandalorian and in Boba Fett here, like, I see you like that. And then I, on the other hand, when Black Chrysanthemum pops up yeah. in that one episode, I was freaking out and you were like, who is that guy? I'm like, oh, he's from the comics. Yeah, and it's comics. like such a badass character. I was so glad that he was, uh, you know, uh, uh, who he was. And so like he was there and uh, there is fan service that is dumb, I think. I, I don't know if you have any idea. Like, do you have an example in your head of like fan service that's dumb? I Chewie think like getting a medal. Chewie not getting a medal or getting Chewie a medal? getting a medal to the Rise he... of Skywalker. Oh, you thought that's dumb? Yeah, that's that's dumb. Why? Why is that dumb? I don't know. It's like you're like what you go online, look at the chat rooms, like uh, what what do I need to put in this Rise of Skywalker movie to get the 
Neckbeard's excited. <laughs> like, oh, dude. Come on, it's an inside joke that didn't need... Yeah. It didn't need to be re- addressed. Uh, okay, fair, fair, fair. Okay. Um, Mr. Deutsch says, think it through. Such a good quote. Think it through. Um, yeah, but I, I'm talking like fan service in like episodes one, two, and three, where it's like, why did we... Why did we you mean bring up in that this like, show specifically? Yeah, not like uh, no, 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 no. I mean, like uh, prequels. Like oh. when you when you try to show a connected universe, for example, Luke Chavez. Uh, by the way, says go Bengals. Well, nobody's perfect, Luke. Sorry. <laughs> Luke Chavez also says. So, what was the point of Luke? It was just a tease. Yeah, this isn't the Luke Skywalker show, right? This isn't the Luke Skywalker show. It's just to yeah. show a connected universe, right? Well, it's not and the I Mandalorian think, either, but... Yeah, but we're lucky we got Luke, and that's that. I, I mean, it, it is just what it is. But I think yeah. that, like, there are shoehorned characters. Um, I, I'm trying to think of, like, like shoehorned characters. Uh, um, I don't know. Do you do you think, like, you know Ponda Baba? You remember Ponda? He's the Aqualish that gets his arm cut off in episode yeah. four. Yeah, you yeah, know how yeah. he shows up in Rogue One? Him yeah. and Dr. Zane, Dr. Cornelius, yeah, I think is what yeah. his name is. Um, did he need to show up on Jeddah City? No, no, he didn't. But That's kind of fan service right? I mean, if you, I don't know. That, that's fine. I, I don't mind oh, that. That's okay. not a big what's deal your, What's your, your, most, your vote for most egregious? Something and this that, is for everybody like, else out there. What's totally... your vote for most egregious fan service moment? You want me to answer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in, like I said, Rise of Skywalker, should we get well, a lot of Rise of Skywalker, right? Should we get in the middle? I can't think of a lot right at the top of my head. There were so many moments in that. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just stuff that like totally brings you out of the movie or the show, I guess, is what I generally don't like. Like, I yeah. don't Cause I do like, I do like the meta approach too. Cause yeah. like, I feel like, as long as it's justified, it makes sense. If it feels like they're going out of their way to do something, mm-hmm. then like Panda Baba and Doctor whatever. I think like, Doctor Cornelius. I think Cornelius. Like, if those I can believe those guys are walking around. Like that's randomly. There's not on- a lot of. There's not a lot of. You know, there's not a big stretch. Yeah. To believe that they could be there. I mean, he's wanted twelve systems, man. Like he travels. So yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not like. It's not too much of a stretch. I think I, I can't think of an example right off the top of my head. Um, uh, uh, there's, there's, there's so many other. Okay, so I think my vote for most egregious is Hayden Christensen as Ghost of Anakin. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, totally. That's and I don't care how you split it, how you, how you, you know, you do it. I don't buy it. I don't buy right. it. And this isn't a hateful podcast, by the way. This is a very loving podcast. I'm just saying what I think the most egregious one is. I think that's it. Mostly because people say when you die a force ghost, you die from when you fir- when you- before you went to the dark side. It doesn't make any sense. Because then you would say that Darth Vader went to the light side at the end and became Anakin, so you should show the old Anakin version. Also, I personally think all of episode two, Anakin is in the dark. Uh, Anakin is part of the, you know, he's working for the dark side from the point he kills these Tuscan, uh, 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 mm-hmm. the Tuscans. Like, it should have been Jake Lloyd up there. Yeah, it should have been Jake Lloyd. Why isn't it Jake Lloyd? Why isn't it baby, ghost baby for the entirety of, you know, 
that uh, force ghost time. So yeah, different well, and not only that, it kind of derails it for for everybody, right? Uh, so let's say you're a kid and you're watching like Star Wars for the first time, right? Uh-huh. You got to you got to start with episode four, five, six, then go one, two, three. Like you right. just have to do it, right? I think right. we're all. I mean, I don't want to project, but I think that's kind of like everyone can kind of agree that's the way to do it. Right. So, so you, so in order for that to make sense, like you either have to watch one all the way through, or you watch four, five, and six, and then go like, who the hell is this guy? I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> Who's this ghost at the end that Luke is right. waving to? Like, this is not, I don't know who this is. So, I mean, right. I don't know. A uh, couple of things that I want to uh, I want to bring up, uh, mostly because uh, Miss Marauder is always great. Uh, Miss Marauder is bringing up the fact uh, I don't. This is what she says. I think it for it to be bad fan service, it needs to be a detriment to the story. Yeah. Not just did it need to be there, but was it bad for the story that it's in yeah, there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she is saying adding the Java scene into a New Hope, and now me personally, that's the only time I saw it. Uh, that was the first scene I, I saw a New Hope special edition was the first so in my own head and i know it's not true there was always that java scene so yeah that's star wars to me uh mr plow mentions a couple things uh but also mr plow qui-gon Jin chastising greedo for the four seconds of interaction they had that wasn't greedo that rodian in episode one is not greedo. oh yeah, yeah it's not greedo it's not greedo so just so we know uh mr plow says leia in rogue one i think so i think leia in rogue one was a bit fan servicey, but that's 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 all right. Uh, and Luke it, Chavez, it was justified though. It was yeah. I think it was justified. Luke Chavez says Mando getting Anakin ship. That's not Anakin ship. It's, not Anakin it's ship, I mean, it's an N one starfighter, of course, but uh, it's not Anakin ship. Just so we're just we're on the same page. The, Mr. The Joy on the side is different, right? What's that? The airbesh on the side is different. I don't know. On Anakin's, yeah, they they did like a. Somebody, oh, okay. I don't know. Somebody I mean, on the internet. Sense. Like, it they wouldn't make it. sense that that thing. would be Anakin's ship. That wouldn't make sense, but all right. Uh, Mr. Deutsch, though, has a couple of things, and, and I want to I wanna mention that uh, before we get into talking about the, uh, the the episode that we saw. And then Nidra will will join us uh, uh, when she's able to come on. But Mr. Deutsch says, with Cad Bane, unless you watch his Clone Wars episodes with Boba, the average or live-action viewers of these shows are probably going to be a bit confused. Um, I don't I, agree with that. Yeah, I... I think he was just, he came in as an antagonist. You don't know it other than Boba knows him and he's a bad guy. You don't need to know much about Cad Bane to be able Mm -hmm. to grasp Cad Bane Mm -hmm. in this. You know what I mean? Like we all, we all knew Dryden Voss was in Solo. Like, like we didn't need a backstory on him. We knew this is a bad guy. This guy controls uh, Crimson Dawn and like, he's the bad guy. So like, you know, if you're looking at this in a vacuum where you don't know who Cad Bane is, I think we all kind of figured out he was hired by the Pikes, sent out to he's a bounty you know, hunter, stir stuff up, and yeah. that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but we we see we we'll see what happens. Uh, and I'm glad he, I'm glad he died because I, I need death in Star Wars. Damn it! Like. Uh. Oh. I mean, I know that Cad or that the <laughs> Cobb Vanth is coming back, but like, gosh, dude, I'm. <sighs> we need death to matter. <laughs> we need I, death to be a thing. I I know. I I I got. I was getting super emotional about this. It was like battle at the OK Corral. Is that what it's called? Shootout at the OK Corral. What's it called? Yeah. 
we were talking about westerns on a previous episode so anyone out there who hasn't tuned in um uh, uh you know uh, uh maybe maybe listen to some other uh our, our previous episodes when we're talking about the other episodes we were talking about uh, uh just what are other western feels western tropes that they haven't brought in and they finally brought the cornered element yeah like a shootout to the death type thing and they brought that in this one and i'm going to be honest being disappointed in Robert Rodriguez's episode, was it four? Three. Three? He did one and three. He, the episode, episode three, I was very disappointed in. I lost all hope in him. And I just realized he directed this last episode. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. So did he just like phone it in on that? Like episode three was lazy. I didn't know he directed it. I saw a lot of, not a lot. I shouldn't say a lot, but there were times where I was like, some of the action in this is just not. It's better than good. episode three. I'll tell you that. Yes. Yes. It was better than the Chrysanthemum fight and definitely better than the scooter chase for sure. Right. But um, there's still, it still wasn't, uh, I, there were still moments that I was just kind of, I mean, whatever. The action is, bad action is bad. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It, okay. The action's not super important. Okay. To me. How, but uh, Matt, did you, uh, did you like this episode? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like, I think it was, you know, I think it was a fitting conclusion for what this series has been so far. Uh-huh. Um, it got off to, like, a great start for me. Out of the first two episodes, I was, like, super hot on this. Yeah. And, like, I think I, t- I might have told you, I was, like, episode two is my favorite thing Star Wars has done since, like, the last jedi you know yeah. that's like high praise for me right yeah. so uh i loved it and then i got pretty pretty lukewarm on it <clears throat> <laughs> pun as it went on yeah pun very much intended um yeah so uh yeah it was fine it was cool there was a lot of action there's a lot of stuff happened like i said i liked i liked that cat bane met his end because and the way he met his end you know, uh, uh, Boba Fett going back to the beginning of the series using his, uh, what's that he called? Banthy sticks? I forget. Not Bantha sticks. Uh, uh, Gaffy sticks. Gaffy sticks. Okay, yeah. Yeah, using that to yeah to best him, what he learned from the warrior. So, right. Um, I think it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about the deeper meaning as, as we go along in this episode because I think there's a lot to talk about when it comes to this um um (laughs) there's a couple of i just i'm reading like miss marauder talking about different things and whatnot doesn't doesn't know cad bane miss yeah miss marauder doesn't know cad bane because she doesn't know clone wars and that's fair what does she think about it um she says she wouldn't say she was confused it was more like oh he's a bad guy who boba fought before that's the thing we don't need we have a and understandably so as a as a Marvel fan, as a DC fan, as a Star Wars fan, a Star Trek fan, whatever. Like, it's always best to get a full scope of 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 what we're watching, and we've we've digested every little piece of media, right? But at the same time, like a good crossover doesn't need that. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, I'm going to draw a wackadoo a wackadoo um, um, uh, example. There's an episode of Step by Step, which was a sitcom back in the 90s, all right? There's an episode of Step by Step where Urkel guest stars. Yeah. Nobody back there said, 
I have to watch all these episodes of Family Matters to understand the concept of Urkel so I can see him pop in. If you were a fan of Family Matters, you would understand Urkel just showing up at the door is going to be hilarious. But if that episode, a step-by-step, did not uh, uh, portray Urkel, like if you left that episode being like, I don't understand Urkel, then that episode has failed. You don't need to have watched Family Matters to understand Urkel's cameo in step-by-step. That episode should stand alone as this is what we're getting, right? Like what you see is what you get. And I think that's my rule about crossovers. It's the Urkel yeah. step-by-step uh, 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 situation. Yeah. Sci- that's my scientific approach to it, you know? But kind of this would be like if Urkel went to step-by-step and like adopted a child and like got married to Laura and then like you go back to the next season of Family Matters and like, you know, like that all happens in another show. Like uh, a lot of yeah. that happened in the Mandalorian, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So you're saying there was too much progress in Mando for it not being his show. I, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I shouldn't, I wouldn't say progress. Uh, uh, like I'm down with character development. Like the character development is cool. If it goes in, in the show. Um, but yeah, a lot of like real serious things, loose ends that were, left from season two of the Mandalorian got like tied up in this show, which I right. just, which was find weird. a little odd. Yeah. Like, was he going to do the dark saber? Well, he's going to use it. He's going to keep it. Was guy yeah. was uh, ever see Grogu again? We know he's going to see Grogu. Yeah. And he and at it, least uses dark saber for a while. And right. we know he's not, uh, what's her name? Bo-Katan's not going to fight him for it. At least didn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe she will. It just yeah. seems like you don't really get like, I don't know. They don't leave you the status quo when we go back to Mandalorian season right. three. Season, season three won't start where season two ended, and that is kind of weird. But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Miss Marauder says, uh, and I don't agree with this, but Miss Marauder says she thinks that they didn't have the material for a full season of Book of Boba. It should have been a Mando season with a three-episode Boba arc. I disagree. I think they were taking the lazy way out by including the Mando storyline in order to bring in those fans into Boba Fett. But I think you could have had those two episodes explore more of Cad Bane. It could have explored more of Cobb Vanth. It could have brought in another character. You could have brought in fucking Ara Singh, if she's still alive. I don't even know if she's Aura not alive. alive. Okay, well, fine. But the Woody point- Harrelson pushed her off a cliff. <laughs> um, got a message. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson did push her off. I forget Woody yeah. Harrelson's character, but the point being is that like I forgot his name. We could have been introduced to more character. More we could have explored the sanctuary, which is something that I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, well, I wanted to do personally, like in real life. But, oh, but no, also like in a story sense, like I would love to. Like, I've seen it before it explodes. But okay, Beckett. That's Mr. Plow. That I mean, all it. you yep. guys out there have Google at your, at like, you're able, you're not on the show. Thank well, you for Googling it. I do too, but yeah. Oh, okay, fair, <laughs> fair, fair. Um, but yes, they should have had a full season of Boba. That's what Miss Marauder says. And it seemed very half-baked, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I agree that there should have been more Boba Fett in the last, you know, a couple episodes, but uh-huh. um. I mean, I'm just going to say this because this is just how I feel. Like, I'd rather have seen a Boba Fett movie, personally, than this series. I think 
this series highlights, you know, like the, the, um, the downside of having a TV focus as opposed to having like a film focus. Um, the, uh-huh. is, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, the, the action scenes kind of lower budget, some of the CG, like, I was talking to Paul about this earlier. Um, I forget what the thing's called. The the set that's that's got the projection. Uh, the vol- volume. I think volume, it's called. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny. We're on volume.com yeah. slash the Keeg show right now, but also <laughs> the volume being that. Yes. It looks soft. Like the yeah. images look soft. It looked, it didn't look as good as it did Mandalorian season one. Oh. To me. So. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, so how, how cool would it be to see Mandalorian on the big screen too? Like, but I think that's what they're realizing is that there is a better time and production schedule and money issues with doing a show versus a movie. Um, because I think movie marketing and distribution, that distribution is not even an issue when you own your own streaming service. So any money spent on distribution is non-existent. All they got to do is market and they can market through their streaming service. So uh, it's a lot cheaper to produce this. In fact, I would, well, I, mean, I mean, it has to be, but I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you I there. Like but... it, though. I personally like, cause I also think the, I, I, I think they would meddle more with the movies and they would feel like the movies, it hinges a lot, you know, Mr. Deutsch has joined volume. Yeah. What's cool. up, Mr. Deutsch. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, wherever you guys are at, please click like, follow, subscribe, click the bell, do your thing. We are all over the place. Uh, this is the Boba Fett After Show brought to you by The Keeg. And uh, uh, The Keeg does a lot of different geek-related shows. Um, so, you know, uh, uh, you know, show us some love there. Thank you so much. Um, so... As we, uh, Nidra says she is, she is popping in. She's very oh, emotional. Nice. So I got oh. emotional at this episode. What, what I got, got emotional. emotional? Oh no. I'm not, no, I'm not saying like you're, you're wrong. I'm just, it I don't was, know what I was, it was seeing Rogue One flash before my eyes. I got, I got, oh, okay. I got rocked during Rogue One. Like when they were dying one by one in Rogue One, I was bawling. I was, ba- I was like, I, those type of, of, of things, um, there's like disaster movies where people like one group, like Ar- Armageddon, it's like one, like a group of people and they start dying one by one. It hits me hard. That, that genre, that tro- those tropes hit me hard. And so in this, I, I, I am so sad the Gamorians died. We never got their names. They were loyal to the end. Yeah. They were loyal till the end. Yep. And then Chrysanthemum, then Chrysanthemum, uh, 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 I thought he was gone. Like, I thought, thought man, that, 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 that guy, that guy. And they call him, what what do they call him? Santo? Who? They call him Santo, right? Boba Fett called him Santo. I didn't hear. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, Mr. Plow says he wishes they took down some of them with them. That would have been nice if they grabbed one as they fell. But those Gamorians were loyal. And they, they might they might as well too. been like, I don't know what how you can compare them, but they're like pets that die, like, uh, you know, or at least they're treated like pets in a weird yeah. way. But they were loyal, you know? 
Like a uh, like a if a bear is attacking and like dogs jump on the bear and then right. fall off a cliff. Right. right, right, okay. right, right. Man, why you have to put that in my head now, man? <laughs> why would you say that? What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> I don't. You said is like pets. I mean, but the, okay, yeah, okay, fine, yes. But uh, I've been and then Chrysanthemum is he's getting bum rushed and they jump on him like zombies, and those mm. Trandoshans. Uh, luckily, okay, Trandoshans are like really strong and ferocious and they have sharp teeth, but like it doesn't go through Wookiee pelts that easy. Wookiee pelts are, are, are sturdy shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, good thing. Um, mm-hmm. And Mr. Deutsch says Gamorians are red shirts. There will be more. Yeah, but those two, you got to remember like those two died in the line of service, you know? Yeah. I think that like we got to put respect on their names. They're sentient beings. You know? Uh, Miss Marauder says, if they killed the Rancor, I would have renounced my Star Wars fandom allegiance. Uh, that's fair. I thought they were going to kill this Rancor, but then I was like, oof, they got close. But I, I didn't think they were going to. Um, I thought Boba Fett riding the Rancor was awesome. Uh-huh. It would have been a lot cooler if they didn't reference it so directly earlier on. Oh, like, what did they say? They would have, like, well... <clears throat> How uh in like whatever it was episode three or whatever he's like yeah. I want to ride the Rancor I'm teach we got to ride it whatever yeah to Danny Trejo and it's like I wish they would have like early on said like made references to to Mandalorians riding giant animals or whatever Wait, didn't they bring up the witches of Dathomir I don't remember did, probably somebody did, out but... there correct us uh the witches of Dathomir rode Rancors didn't they I... mention something like that in that episode. They, they might have, but uh, I, I just wish they didn't reference him riding the Rancor and it came out and like we just saw it happen. Like, show us the Rancor. Show us it's going to be a thing. Right. Don't tell us he's going to ride it. And when he came out riding the Rancor, everyone would have lost their shit, dude. Uh, I lost my shit regardless because I forgot the Rancor existed. <laughs> okay. I did. That's and then, that was good, though. That was good on their part. They didn't. I, really- I mean,. They didn't allude to the Rancor at all in these past. I think these past yeah. couple episodes was kind of a con- like they're concealing the fact that we even had a Rancor in the first place. You know, Ms. Marauder says that's what Boba was doing with the full two episodes of Mando content. He was just practicing riding practicing the, the, yeah. the, the Rancor. Uh, Agreed. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. What uh, what we didn't uh, or what we got that I never expected in Star Wars. It was a kaiju fight. It was a kaiju yeah. fight, right? Yeah, it was. When rain, when the rancor comes up and over the buildings, I was like, first thing, how tall is this rancor? But it turns out he was climbing the thing. But I thought he was like tall enough to go up and over the buildings. But it was a kaiju fight. It was uh, uh, Mr. Plow says Pacific Rim, you know? It was Pacific Rim. It was a robot versus King Kong because he was kind of, he was mm-hmm. kind of pulling a King Kong. You know, Uh, and I don't know whether that was a direct reference or not. He climbed that tower or whatever. Um, And so we've never gotten that from Star Wars, a kaiju fight. Yeah. Unless, unless the crate dragon, the crate dragon was something so big. It wasn't, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like head. Yeah. 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 The only thing, no, not even, I was thinking the Ewoks and like the, against the ATSCs, but no, because even though they had big <laughs> logs and stuff, it was still, you know, oh, yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, man, there was so much stuff and, and 
There's a lot of stuff happened in this episode. A lot of stuff happens in this episode. How does this episode even start? The sanctuary is blown up, and they're in the sanctuary, right? And they have that one uh, uh, yes. major domo guy, right? Whatever, whatever mm-hmm. his name is, uh, that Twilight. I thought he was dead, by the way. Oh, so good. I oh, uh, you were gonna say something? No, no I just he makes me laugh. Yeah, he got off kind of easy, I think, too. He did get off easy. Is he gonna? Well, um, is get? Did he get off easy, or is he going with uh, uh, Ma, uh, uh, Pelly? Pelly Mato. Maybe his penance is he dates her. Like, as I say, maybe that's the romance you're alluding to at the beginning of the series. Like, is there going to be romance? Yeah. Uh, Somber Knock is out there asking, is this the Keeg show? This is the Keeg show. Talking this about Boba Fett. Show. Talking about episode one of the Boba, Book of Boba Fett after show. Um, uh, so you came to the right place. Thank you, Somber Knock. Uh, on Twitch. Thank you so much. Uh, wherever you guys are at, please click like, follow, subscribe, do what you, do what you need to do. Um, so I think uh, um, when it comes, so the Gamorreans dying, I thought more people were going to die. Uh, but uh, okay, so sorry, I'm going to rewind. They're, they're in the, the, the uh, sanctuary that's blown up and that sucks because we just know that everybody dies, right? Like they didn't even say that no, like you know, it is Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Well. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we presumably they're all dead. Yeah. We um, didn't see Max Rebo though, so maybe Max Rebo. Right. Right. Some people were saying survived. that we didn't see Max Rebo, so Max Rebo's not dead. Um, but Mr. Plow, let's talk. Yeah, uh, Mr. Plow brought up the the scene, and we will talk about that when Boba Fett. <laughs> writes down the terms of surrender and gives it to that major Domo guy <laughs> yeah. to go in. That was good. And, and I was like, oh, so he, he's sacrificing. I thought he was just going to let him die. Boba doesn't, though. Boba has honor. No. He doesn't He doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? yeah. he went in. Like, he didn't... Yeah, yeah, he, he, he said uh, he's going to get him to negotiate. So, I don't know, I guess he did kind of lie to him and use him as... Uh, as bait, as bait against his will, but yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're as competent as Boba Fett in the Dinjarin, I guess, I guess you can do stuff like that, right? Uh, it was nice to see them flying around on jetpacks together. Mm-hmm. They were brothers, right? Like Boba has never had a brother, right? I mean, he doesn't consider I the mean, clone troopers brothers. I guess not. But I'm talking like a spiritual brother, right? Yeah, like man, Mando. You know, Din is the closest person that will understand, you know, and they both, uh, they walk in diff- on different paths, but like. Yeah, well, they have diff- little, slightly different backgrounds, too. Right. I mean, yeah, they're both Mandalorians and wear the armor, but Din has, that means something else to Din than it does to Boba. What do you mean? Oh, well, I mean, Din's part of the, what, the Children of the Watch or whatever. Yeah. Um. You know, he's super strict. He's like follows that creed like fundamentally, right? He's like a fundamentalist. But now he's not. Say. I mean, he's ish. not now, but he was. Yeah. That was his background, right? That was yeah. his upbringing. And I mean, Boba Fett didn't really have that background. Right. Right. So, but yeah, they both wear their armor. They right. both lost their family at young age. Right. But they're on about honor. They're mm-hmm. both good people. Yeah. Deep down, Boba Fett used to be a bad guy, right? 
Like Boba Fett yeah. was a bad guy. And this show isn't about showing that he was always honorable. He wasn't. I feel mm. like this show was, he learned honor through the Tuskins, through dying essentially and being mm. reborn. Yeah. This is absolutely a rebirth. Yeah. It's a rebirth, right? Mm. Um, and so there is a lot of symbolism throughout this whole thing with, um, <clears throat> with the fact that like Cad Bane knew him when he was younger, mm-hmm. they fought, Cad Bane beats him, but Boba, the symbolism of Boba using a tool that he learned after his life with Cad Bane in his rebirth that gaffy stick is something that that is a symbol of his rebirth. It's not something he wielded before he died. It is something yeah. he wielded after. Yep. Cad Bane, he can't defeat Cad Bane with the with the tools that old Boba Fett had. He defeats nope. Cad Bane with the tool that new Boba Fett has. Yep. Yep. You know? You hit it on the head, man. Yeah, like the gaffy stick. I couldn't have said it better than myself. But what you said better than me was in that first episode when you're talking about respect. Yeah. Do well, it's definitely like... themes of respect. I don't think that's the central theme of this the show this season, but um but yeah, respect was a big was a big theme and earning respect. And uh, I think they I think that was kind of the mess the message or I don't know what they were kind of prove with this series was uh, and this is just my interpretation that, you know, Boba Fett, everyone thought he was cool, right? But he kind of like, kind of got disrespected in a way. I guess you can kind of look at that where, yeah. you know, he just loads Han Solo into his ship and he gets eaten by a plant, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not really a plant, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, by accident too, <laughs> by a blind guy who can't see anything, who's not trying to do it. Right knocks him in. So, um, I think a lot about it, this was him earning that respect and, uh, you know, standing on his, his character on his own and showing that he deserves the, the praise he gets and his admiration. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Plow is bringing up the theme <clears throat> of tribes. And I think that that's a big theme. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Dom Toretto says family, right? That's, I mean, Mr. Plow says that, uh, Dom Toretto from Fast and Furious is all about family, right? Mm-hmm. But what we learn in the Fast and Furious movies and in this show is that family isn't blood. Yeah. Django, Django has been gone for 30 years, right? Something like that. If not more. Like, Probably more. I mean, Luke's 20-something plus the time in between episodes two and four. So, you know, Django has been, been gone for a very long time. 40 plus years, let's just say. And Din loses his family. And it's a theme that comes with Din in Mando season one, where he's a foundling. He's not a Mandalorian by blood, but he doesn't need to be, right? Mm-hmm. But what we learn in later seasons of uh, of Mando and uh, through season two of Mando and in this season with Mando um the love of his quote-unquote family is conditional in din's in din's case that was that then that's not his family right yeah yeah we, yeah i get and that really makes those mandalorian episodes important in that context that we show that you show and you know 
these this group that he wants to be a part of. Yeah, it's conditional. And just because he took off his helmet, they disown him, right? Right. Right. And what we learn... Uh, so we learned long ago that, that blood is not what makes you family, but we learn in this, it's like <clears throat> this trauma kind of bonds them all. Mm-hmm. You could say it's all because of one threat, but really I think your, your thing about respect ties in with this. Boba Fett had no respect, right? Uh, respect wasn't a, wasn't a key yeah. thing. He was more of a killer, more of a heartless killer. And then when he, in his rebirth, the Tuscans respect him and mm-hmm. he respects the, he earns their respect by respecting them. Right. Uh, he, yeah. He could have killed the kid and run away or done something. Right. And the kid could have run away. Yeah. So he could have run away, but they taught him respect and Boba through his connections with other people taught them about respect. Case in point, Black Chrysanthemum. For anyone who mm-hmm. knows what Black Chrysanthemum was like previously, he's a murderer. He's a shithead. He's a horrible, horrible person. Wookie, whatever you want to call him. Are Wookiees people? Do we call him people? I don't know. Sure. You know, okay. But the point being is that Chrysanthemum learned respect in this. Right? Yeah, yeah. He definitely, he didn't have to stick around. Right? Yeah. When, when shit started going south. Or even before that, he like he could have bailed. He didn't. Right. There are plenty of opportunities to. Right. The uh the the modders were stealing the water and they wouldn't have respected Boba if Boba didn't give them respect first. Right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes the first person to give respect. One could one could yeah. say, I'll only show you respect if you show me respect. But rather right. switch that around and say, I will show you respect. I expect that in return, right? Mm-hmm. And the people who didn't respect Boba, those, those, uh, the mob leaders, they die in the end. Yep. Holy shit, do they die and, in the end? And, uh, and Milton, you know, couldn't price gouge anymore. Yeah, cause... wherever he is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, they died. They died. Fennec, Fennec took care of. Dude, Fennec hoists them. the mayor up. By his neck. Um, I, I can't read the name. Somber. Somber knock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bringing up a lot of stuff in the in the chat. Yeah. Know, if you want to address any of it. Um. Well, so uh, uh, let, let's go the most uh, pressing one to what we're talking about. Was there really <laughs> yeah. a reason for Fett to give the Tuscans respect at the time, though? Uh. So keep in mind, Boba wasn't dumb. He tried to escape. And we, we are meant to show in that, or see in that episode that there's a difference between showing someone respect and being afraid of them. Fear is not respect. Major right. do, the major domo does not respect anyone. He's afraid for his life. He will yes. grovel and he is made to be shown a cowardly character through that. Fear is not respect. Oh, mm. is, that, is that the theme? Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good... Because Boba because, does I, that I mean, too. That's even in the trailer too, right? He's like, I don't draw a rule with fear. I tend to rule with respect. Obviously, they separate the two. Right. We are seeing a separation with that. The major Domo is afraid for his life all the time. He is shown yeah. to be cowardly. That uh, was it. A Rodian. He was a Rodian, right? The uh, the other one, the uh, one in the Tuscan camp. 
Oh yeah, he's a Rodian. He's a Rodian. So the Rodian dies. He yeah. gets pummeled. He gets boom. His chest caved in, and because he, he was he's living through he's fear. A coward too. Yeah. yeah, he was living through fear. It wasn't that he loved the Tuscans. It's that he was afraid of them and was willing to to curtail to them. Boba mm-hmm. showed that he was a uh, 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 brave and he tried to run away and he got caught and he got brought back. The question Somber Knock is asking was there really reason for Fett to give the Tuscans respect at the time though? They uh, captured him. They captured him. He's not, but he's not bowing to him. He's no, trying but, to escape. But you know, so if you're a badass bounty hunter and somebody, you know, you get captured. Uh, right. Oh, maybe you're going to respect people who can, you right. know, best you. Right. And I think that do people have the problem that he what just didn't outright murder the child? Is and, that their problem that they yeah, should have just murdered the Tuscan child? I think there's a um, fundamental problem if people think that 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 would have been the right course. Yeah, and I, I think that you know the child. That's a, that's an important thing that the child, like, like I said a little earlier, he stuck around. The child didn't leave him when when uh, the dragon guy came out and like started yeah. attacking he fought and so you know boba respected that i think and uh, you know i think the mutual respect was earned in that moment so was there a reason yeah i think there was a reason i think uh tuscans proved to be taking care of their tribe and not fearful and yeah there's also yeah. Think about the fact that like Boba didn't grow up with a community. Mm-hmm. When Jango dies, kind he's of a lone much wolf. An orphan. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did have a couple of bounty hunters looking over him when he was younger, right. but they all but, treated him like shit. And it's not like a family, you know? Yeah. And uh, Cad Bane and Boba knew each other when Boba was a child, right? And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, the, the point being is that like this Tuscan child, it, it, like... I think he has a soft spot for where he was as a child. Yeah. And that Tuscan child has a family that loves him. Even mm-hmm. if though Tuscans seem antagonistic, you know? So I think that Boba Fett, maybe he's also put into a tough situation in which maybe he just wasn't given the opportunity to kill the whole village, I guess. But he learned through it that, and then coming back to camp and the Tuscans then showing him respect. I think maybe he fumbled into respecting them first mm-hmm. he stumbled he didn't mean to respect them first but i think he stumbled into respecting them yeah. first and then earning their respect and realizing yeah. that respect yeah. is not fear right yeah and uh correct me if i'm wrong when he first because he got away right and he ran away yeah and they chased him down did he fight the the Tuscan warrior yeah like did they let they let him and her like yeah. go one on one right and then she she beat him yeah so yeah he he probably earned a little respect for them uh, or found respect for them around right. that too you know right um that they led a fair fight yeah <clears throat> and and Chrysanthemum changes they all change man ah uh, when they said the Freetown people are coming. I, 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 I get emotional when this stuff happens. When people stare death in the face and they still decide to stand up. That's emotional yeah. shit. Well, yeah, they didn't have much of a choice, though. 
but Freetown I mean, could have yeah, stayed. Still... They could have stayed. Well, they could have not. Entered. Well, okay. All I guess you're people, right because all the other Cad... people turned around. Cad Bane did tell them stay out of the way and everything will be fine. But I mean, they saw Cad Bane shoot down their sheriff, right? <laughs> their marshal, like. Right. I don't know. Maybe they. I mean, I guess they could have stayed behind, but it seems like they had to like stop it now, and right. this is the best opportunity they had to stop it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And yes, Amy Sedaris losing a tooth. <laughs> awesome. That she was so. She spat cool. out her tooth. I wonder is that an actual like tooth that she's lost before? I you know, idea. like. Like, did you know that Ed Helms in The Hangover, like Ed Helms, the actor, doesn't have a front tooth in oh, real life? I mean, I it's assumed. a fake tooth, and so he took yeah. it out for The Hangover. That's cool. Like to do that. I love that, it. That, those scenes. Um, uh, uh, Fennec did the dirty deed, is what m- m- Mr. Plow says. Um, Mr. Plow also says Chrysanthemum is like a, a, a rescue from an abusive owner. No, I don't. Chrysanta, no, he is abused, obviously, but he's also a murderer. I don't, I don't forgive Chrysanta for all the stuff he's done in the past. He is a monster, but he is a little bit different now. That's all we can say. We don't know if he turned mm-hmm. over a new leaf, but he's a little bit different, you know? And yeah, he was a gladiator, but like, he still is a mercenary slash bounty hunter that has ripped people apart, you know? He, he was a gladiator, and then he went back into the gladiator matches after he was freed, just to kill people. So, Chris Anton, he's a badass, but he's bad. And he's trying to, maybe, maybe now he has a little bit more respect, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Somber Knock wants to know, off topic, do you, uh, so it's really quick answer. Matt, this is for you, I guess. Off topic, do you play Star Wars Galaxies? No. I don't play Star Wars Galaxies either. Is that, the, that, is turn, that, phone is that the turn-based one? The f- phone one? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I actually don't really play many Star Wars games. I played a little bit of Fallen Order. Oh, no, a it's, a, it's the MMO. No. No, I don't play that. Oh, it's old, though. Huh, hmm. okay. Um, uh, the arms grow back on Trandoshans. Yes. No, I, I know, but he's killed a lot of people m- previous to what we've seen on this show. Like Chrysanthemum is a murderer. So, um, you know, we see that. Now, uh, people might think that like, oh, you brought Cad Bane in just to kill him. Do you think that's that? Is it? How how do you feel about that, Matt? I feel great about it. (laughs) You just want to get rid of him? You're just like, yeah. No, it's not that I don't like him or think he's like, you know, he was there as a supporting character. The point of him there was for... Boba Fett to, you know, I guess like kill the past, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> In a way, he he faced, yeah. you know, who he was previously. So I think it was it was great, and as a, a character that people care a lot about, and that gave it a lot of meaning, um, that Boba Fett was able able to kill him. I mean. Yeah. A lot of people were complaining that Boba Fett didn't seem like a badass. Boba Fett was whatever. Well, Boba Fett just killed like the one of the biggest badasses in the galaxy, right? So, right. I think that's awesome. It does a lot for Boba Fett. So, yeah. I mean, 
I'm totally cool with it. How did you feel when when he was like, oh, do what you want. You're a killer. You'll always be a killer. How did you feel about Cad Bane saying that? Yeah, I mean, he was trying to, what, intimidate him or, or whatever. Yeah, like, it's, it's I don't know what he was trying to do, but I hate it when villains do that because the hero's always like, you're right. I'll never be you. <laughs> they drop the stick. They drop, yeah. Walks away. But no, he's like, nah. I'm still just going to shove this into your chest. He's no Jedi. Right. But he doesn't have to be. He saw, yeah. I mean, he did solve the problem in that, in that case. Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Cad Bane's doing nobody favors by, you know, breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, why do you think Cad Bane told Boba about these Pike syndicate? killing the Tuscans because he shouldn't have he wasn't supposed to he got him mad he wanted to torment him because Cat Bean is arrogant right yeah very sure of himself he he knew he was gonna out you know shoot faster I mean he was gonna outgun him yeah and uh well why didn't he gun him down to begin with I think he just wanted to play with him you know wanted to torment him I mean why do you, why do these villains who talk about killing somebody like why do any of them do it it's just drama right right but when we look at it maybe it's still tying in with fears not respect cat yeah. bane doesn't live out of respect Mm-mm. he doesn't people fear him they don't respect him yeah that's true and he's trying to goad him into an emotion, right? Miss Marauder says that. Yeah, Mr. Yep. Plow says that. But that's not through respect. It's not saying, hey, buddy, I'm going to tell you a secret that I know. You know, you're not going to like it, but I'm going <laughs> to give it to you. You know, maybe you'll make a different decision. He'll say that. He's like, no, he's like, nah. He's trying to get under your skin. He's trying to live that through fear, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I guess maybe you can say that too, uh, get him off his game a little bit. Uh, try to get him like like everyone's an emotional. Yeah, get him to react uh, in a way that's probably not the best way to handle a situation. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, we were there other points in this in this episode that you wanted to uh, that, that like stood out to you. Uh, Grogu facing down like all Everything? the villains. <laughs> uh, oh, it was cool. Uh, yeah. Grogu using the. Uh, the connection with the the creature. We haven't seen that a lot in live action. I think the only other time was when Ray did that little snake thing in oh, Rise yeah. of Skywalker. But that's big in like Rebels. That's like Ezra's thing is he like makes connections with with, uh, with the animals, right? Yeah, he does yeah. that. Yeah. So that was kind of cool to see Grogu doing it and to see like spin upon. I like that. Yeah. Um Miss Marauder being a big fan of Din. Miss Marauder says Hi, hello. Can we talk about Din saying you got the shirt? So many, <laughs> obviously, so cute. That was good. Um, I gotta say something I did laugh about. I gotta say I did. I there was something I laughed about that was a payoff from episode three, and that is, Peli Motto comes in. She has that rickshaw thing. She's like, "Hey, how's it going?" He's like, "Get out of here." What? What'd you say? Get out. Turn around. And she's like, "Turn around." And that robot does a like spins around and it's a it's it's a it's a payoff off the setup from episode three when he does that same thing you know what i mean 
that Gosh, ripped off. I, yeah, it was cheesy remember. in episode three during that car chase <gasps> oh, when that yeah, ringshot yeah. was like, oh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. okay, now I remember. I've blocked so much of that out of my head. Right, <laughs> like, because it was bad. That just, yeah. that, that's why, yeah. But yeah, the fact right. that like this was kind of a payoff off of that, it was like, and we saw it. It was funny. I laughed. Yeah, I, yeah, that was good. I like that. I, I totally forgot that. Uh, it was like a yeah the rickshaw thing. It was rickshaw it was a, it was a joke and uh, uh, and uh, uh, then then the rickshaw like falls over. Uh, uh, Mando catches him in midair. Pelly spits out her tooth, and uh, you know <laughs> starts shooting too. Dude, Amy Sedaris in an action scene is works pretty well. Yeah, uh, works well enough. Yeah. I was afraid she was going to die, by the way, not in this part, but earlier when the X-Wing pops down and there's nobody in the thing. And she's like, hello, who's in there? Oh, and then, yes. And be, then, of course, yeah. it's Grogu. But, but we just see R2, right? Right. But the scene right before it, somebody said something about, like, solving the problem. Cad Bane maybe said, like, mm. I'll solve the problem. And then the X-Wing oh, shows up. he said, I know how I can draw him out or something like that, which I guess just meant him walking out to face him <laughs> yeah um miss marauder brings up a question that i also noticed this but also i think somebody else or maybe miss marauder herself brought it up was fennec flirting with the main mod girl um but, I I, but somebody also was saying uh i think it was miss marauder too that the main mod girl and the freetown girl like did they have a thing I don't know. I don't I, know. I don't know. They, they didn't seem to dislike each other. Uh, I, uh, I, maybe it's just me. Just I just want a little bit of romance in my in my Star Wars. Just a little. Yeah. Bit. No, I I agree. That's kind maybe. of like if I had any criticism of like Disney era of anything, it's that they really like even Marvel doesn't really. I mean, there's a few, you know, sprinkled examples of it here and there, but. Marvel yeah. doesn't really do the romance thing. Yeah. Star um, doesn't really do it. Yeah. We have two different people on two different platforms talking about, talking about, uh, stuff. so Ms. Marauder says, maybe I'm just attracted to the mod girl. Uh, <laughs> and then Sombernock is saying Freetown girl kind of cute though. They're both cute. They both are cute. You know, Absolutely. definitely. And Migna Wen, obvious. I mean, come on. Uh, dude, she looks I was gonna say so good for age, but not even just for age. I mean, for any, really for any good. age, yeah, for any age. Woo! Um, I didn't want this to be that type of show. We're <laughs> just, just Matt and I just being like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's not what this show's about. But the point being is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Marauder says, "Get me in that club sandwich." Uh, this is a that's a weird analogy. Club sandwich. What does a club sandwich entail? It's just because it's got a bunch of stuff in it. You just want to be in the sandwich. Or is that a play on, like, in the club? A club well, sandwich? I mean, the includes... sandwich, you want to be, like, one on one in front of you, one behind you, or whatever, right? Right. But club sandwich, like. Oh, because like it has three specifically pieces. Specifically, Oh, because it has sandwich. three pieces of bread. Oh. But are you the bread or are you the filling? Filling. Because a club sandwich would have five people involved then, right? It could. A sandwich could. would have three people involved. It could be a Big Mac. Yeah, Big Mac. Is a Big Mac 
Big Mac's got three, Considered three a club? pieces of bread. Yeah. Should be. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Marauder says she's the middle bread. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Peli Motto and the Major Domo. She's sending them all sorts of vibes. And he's like, he's the type of guy to be like, uh, I guess whatever you say. And then she's like, okay, I own you now. And he's like, uh, okay, if you insist. <laughs> like, I'd like to see him hook up. I think it'd be good. It would be a w- weird romance, but I mean, any weirder but, than Peli and a Jawa? I don't know. No. Yeah. No, no weirder than that. No weirder than that. You know? Pretty awesome. I think they, they would go, go you think well they together. Would, you think they would go well together? Peli and yeah. the Major Domo? I think they would entertain each other, sure. I'm kind of glad that he didn't die because I liked his personality when compared to the other people. He's like a cow, a more cowardly C-3PO, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, he works well with Boba as long as you could trust him, right? Mm-hmm. 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 I think he'd be a good supporting cast. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of... Uh... Uh- <laughs> What is it that Horatio Sands character in Mandalorian? Uh, the fir- the fish guy. guy in the in the first episode. Yeah, yeah I forget what what his species is called, but yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Plow does bring up something that I did think about. Uh, Mr. Plow says the dirty talk with all the slurs, like <laughs> shut up was... and take it, headtails. He, the way he was describing, the way that guy was describing, like, you know, there's some groveling you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'll do it. I'll do it for you, you know, so you don't have to lose face. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. He You're wasn't into like shit. He wasn't into that. Who? Boba? Wait. I was, no, thinking the, the, I was saying the major, major Domo guy. Yeah, was, yeah he was, wasn't into be called Head Tails. No, he, he wasn't, but he accepted it. He right. was like, I get it all. I'm not tired of it at all. Like, you yes. could tell he's tired of it, but at the same time, he's willing to throw his, you know, he... Yeah, the Pike guy called him that, right? Yeah. And then uh, Pelity called him, too, later, later on. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're saying to write the fanfic. I, that's not my thing. I think if I'm going to write a fanfic, it has to be... Never mind. We're getting off topic here. Um, so where where do we think this is going? Because Mandalorian season three is obvious. We we know that. And yeah. and Din and Grogu are together, mm-hmm. you know? Um but like it ends with a melon being thrown to Chrysanthemum and then the modders being like, How come I don't get a melon? You want to take it from <laughs> and then like it just kind of like this was one elongated episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, I agree with that. That is kind of what it is. It seemed like a Boba centric long episode of the Mandalorian. Where Mando goes to a town, saves the town, and leaves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the town just so happens to have Boba in it. Boba's the one who needs help. So where is it going? I mean I'm sure we're gonna pick up a lot of this Mandalorian season three. It's just weird because like all the stuff I thought was gonna be addressed in Mandalorian season three is like 
it's not there anymore. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's I guess there's, there's like a Bo-Katan element Mandalore there thing. Where, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Paul earlier, and he was like, what do you think he's going to choose a lightsaber or the, the, the shirt? And I was thinking, like, it would have been so much more interesting if he would have picked the lightsaber for Mandalorian Season 3 and to see Din Djarin dealing with that, you know? Thinking about that and having constant reminders, like knowing he was rejected, I think that would have been really interested to explore. I think that's inorganic drama. I think Grogu would Grogu would make the choice about Mando. I think it makes more sense that he picked the shirt. Yeah, I just think it would have been more interesting if he picked the lightsaber. I don't need though a whole season of of almost like a will they won't they between. Mando and Grogu. I mean, I guess you could play it out that way. Or it you could know what be, I mean? It could just be, won't they? They won't <laughs> from the start. They're, the show, now we realize, hinges on those two being together. I don't think the show is is them being separate. You know? No, yeah. And also, we don't have an actor who, actor who's leaving the show, like like Variety Variety magazine, uh, 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 you know, breaking news from a Variety magazine. Uh, actor who plays Grogu leaving the show for the new Beverly Hills 90210 sequel. <laughs> like, like he's not going on and like doing some other things, right? I mean, yeah. So I guess we I have called the Mandalorian. Not Mandalorian and Grogu, but right. their dynamic together is definitely gold. I think I that's, it. yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want a Boba Fett season two? I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> it's not, it's fine. It's not a, I just want more movies, man. <laughs> like, that's all I'm really miss, concerned with. I, I miss the movies too, but at the same time, the movies to me always focused on the wrong things well, i mean not always but not always but yeah the, a lot of them missed the mark but not all of them this is my star wars and i think this is just where we differ this is my star wars because for anyone out there who is around our ages there was a time after in which i'm born and episode one comes out in which there is no star wars for our childhood yeah. And the only Star Wars that, you know, it was the it was the VHS. To- the VHS, the special edition, the toys that came out. Then we got the books and the comic books and like some of the video games. Right. Uh, Dark Forces, for example, being one of them, at least for me. Uh, I grew up on the tangential shit. That's Star Wars to me. Star Wars is the stories of Boba Fett. Star Wars is a story about a rando person being subjugated on a rando planet and needing to rise up against them. It's these side characters. It's these, the exploration of these other locations and storylines. There was, you know, two big anthology series. And I've told you this growing up is book, uh, uh, tales of the bounty hunters and tales from Jabba's palace. It was an anthology book with different stories. And that was star Wars to me. Besides stuff, Luke Skywalker is fine. He's in the movies. Well, right. I mean, I'm not advocating for more Luke Skywalker stuff or anything. Right. I just, to me, Star Wars is like 
big screen event, you know, go out and see it and mm-hmm. full on epic, like no spence spared, you know, in the right. quality of the of the movie. And you know, it's just what I like. I mean, I don't really like television shows that much. Right. And that's that's what Star Wars is like Star Wars is movies. Like that's what it was born from. That's why we're here without those, like without it being a movie. It's like, do we have all this passion and this fanfare and, and everything? I, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I think they're just going to be more picky and choosy on what they're doing for movies. But you say Star Wars is the movies. And I say in a broader term, Star Wars is the stories whether they come out in movies, whether they come out in whatever. Star Wars to me is the stories, not not the um not necessarily just the movies, but like that's, that's you know, yeah. uh what however we're telling these stories. Some of the some of the video games are 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 movie-esque, right? People like the Fallen Order video game. I yeah. have yet to complete it, but like that's been cool, right? Mm-hmm. People like that sort of thing and so that's how they're digesting their Star Wars, right? Know? I don't mean to <laughs> to make any insinuations uh, that I think people are enjoying Star Wars wrong. No, 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 just, no, no. No, I, I just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I get it. You know, and there's been there's been a lot of a lot of a lot of good stories out there that have not been Luke centric and whatnot. Now, um, without giving too much of of uh, more of like what I think about this subject. Uh, Somber Knox says we need more Darth Vader, and I uh, I don't need any more Darth Vader. I think I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. With Darth Vader. And, and the reason is this, Somber Knock. I'm not knock. I'm not knocking yet. I'm not knocking yeah, yet. Yeah. Uh, Somber Knock. But um, we got episodes one, two, and three, and four, five, six. All of them fairly Darth Vader centric. And we're getting more with Obi Wan. We're getting with, oh, whether Darth, oh, Darth Vader should be in that. You're right. Yeah, Anakin's going to be in it. And yeah. I think they even said he might be in Ahsoka. He's oh. probably going to appear as a Forest Ghost. Forest Ghost or something. Um, or like a flashback or something. But the point being is, not in it. Yeah, if you want more Darth Vader, Vader stories, the comic books are amazing. The Marvel <laughs> comics, Darth Vader comics, Marvel comics of any of these Star Wars comics has been amazing. Uh, uh, more often than not, it is great there might be a couple series or a couple of small issues that are not good but each darth vader run of the marvel comics uh, series takes place within a, a certain amount of time so there's like eight issues that take place in like right after episode three there's like uh, like right now the darth vader comics take place in between five and six you know mm-hmm. there's uh you know one that takes place after four you know and so um, Mr. Plow says uh, Darth Vader is so sassy in the comics thinks it starts with the Crimson Guard comics from uh, Dark Horse the, the Crimson Empire comics uh, maybe I have never been a fan of the Dark Horse comics uh, the Marvel comics on the other hand those have been the Star Wars comics uh, weirdly enough that I've liked Yeah, but there's I, a lot of Star Wars content out there believe it or not I believe it um do you have any do you have any final thoughts uh matt about the future of star wars 
whether it be the whole franchise or whether it be Mando season three or Book of Boba Fett season two, what's the next one that we're getting? It's either Andor or Obi-Wan. I don't know. It's, I think it's maybe Obi-Wan. I think it's Obi-Wan. I think the rumor is May, but and I then, don't know. They haven't announced anything. And then Andor comes out uh, and I think is greenlit for a season two already. Really? I think so. I think so. Correct me if See, I'm wrong, everybody. Look, but it's so cool. They they make these new characters and they are already doing their own things, right? Mandalorian is something original, and now he's a cameo in this stuff. We don't need a bunch of camp, right? Like, I guess that's what I'm getting at. What? It's nice what do you to mean? see, like, well, like Mandalorian is completely fresh, and now he's so good that now he's camo cameoing in Boba Fett show, right? Right. Cassian Andor, he was a fresh character. Now he's getting his own show. Like, let's let's not be afraid to like let let these new characters come around and stand on their own. Like in a movie, in a movie, or in, in anything. Yeah, like, just new stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't have to keep relying on on legacy stuff. That's that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't need the lesson. The fact <clears throat> that we can we can de uh, 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 deconstruct Book of Boba Fett season one like this. Whereas in, I mean, what's the lesson learned in, in the Star Wars trilogies? You got to be related to a Skywalker to make any sort of damage, you know? Or know somebody who knew them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, um, you got to be part of that inner circle. In this, it shows that anyone can make a difference, right? In Mando, yeah. Mando, we see it multiple times. In Book of Both, that we see it multiple times, you know? Yeah. Um. Anyone can make a difference. That's the Star Wars to me. I know. I haven't said what I said. I still would think it would be cool to have like a, uh, you know, if this became a universe kind of like MCU. Uh huh. And that, um, you know, we get some guys who have their own story, and then maybe they meet up and have a crossover. Yeah. Um, filled with new characters and some of, you know, some of these guys. Yeah. Fennec Shan showing up in movies would be awesome. I've, yeah, Mandalorian. I just just want movies, damn it. I know. I I agree. I miss the, <laughs> I miss the movies too, but they they tripped over themselves. And they, I think this is their lot. reconstruction. There's a reconstruction right now. Also, Miss Marauder is getting on my case, and I get it. She says she thinks that's a very reductive way to look at the Skywalker trilogies. Uh, it's reductive. I'm purposely being reductive when I bring up how i feel about the skywalkers skywalkers are fine i just think that are over i i think that the 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 sequels fail because of their reliance on the old guard and old storylines one of them yeah palpatine coming back one of the movies yeah really right we're talking about rise yeah yeah the other two are great yeah i i yeah so uh, Rise of Skywalker to me is the weakest in that. Rise, yeah, they, it they, might. It might be the weakest Star Wars movie. As uh, far as Episode One's pretty bad. Episode One's pretty bad. I mean, I'm gonna tell you this: Nine is the most disappointed I've ever been watching a Star. Yeah, Wars because movie. you had an expectation. Yeah. That's the thing, and so did so did I. So did I, but I've uh, never been let down more than I ever yeah. have watching episode nine. There, uh, it gave us Babu Frick 
And that's the that only is, good thing to come from that film. That there are good. some good things in the film. In all, yeah. in every single one of these nine movies, nine, 10, 11, 11 movies, there is something good, but they do have flaws. Each Maybe and every one, even the original trilogy. Original trilogy has a bunch of flaws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I got hiccups. Maybe a discussion for another day talking about what could be enjoyed in the bad Star Wars movies. <laughs> What can be enjoyed in the bad? Oh, let's yeah. talk. Yeah, let's talk bad Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for watching uh, the Book of Boba Fett after show. Where, you know, where we're talking about Episode Seven, the mm-hmm. season finale or series finale, however way you look at this. Uh, this is an after show brought to you by the Keeg. Uh, we are a geek channel with a bunch of different geek shows. So this is the end of Book of Boba Fett after show. But we did after shows for all the Marvel stuff. All those Marvel shows, we started off with WandaVision, then we went to uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, then we went to Loki, then we went to What If, then we went to Hawkeye. Yeah, now we're on yep. here. And we're going to continue through this year. If there's a Marvel or a Star Wars show, we're going to have an after show for it. And so definitely stay tuned. Wherever you guys are watching this or listening to this, like, comment, subscribe, click the bell, follow, do your thing. We're all over the place. We're on social media. Follow us on TikTok at The Keeg Show. Follow us on Instagram at The Keeg Show. Instagram is going to be a big one if you want to keep track of our schedules and everything. So uh, uh, definitely follow us on Instagram at The Keeg Show. We're also on Twitter at The Keeg Show as well. Uh, we live stream to multiple platforms. So wherever you're watching us, awesome. Volume.com slash The Keeg Show is our main one. Twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show. Also really good platform we also stream to youtube youtube.com slash the keeg and facebook.com slash the keeg we are all over the place and you can listen to this podcast and many others on uh wherever you get your podcast from apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud spotify iHeartRadio. um we uh were supposed to we were supposed to get nidra loves cosplay uh even though she wasn't here uh follow her at uh tiktok and instagram at nidra loves cosplay n-e-d-r-a loves cosplay and then n-e-d-r-a loves jedi is her twitter uh she wasn't able to make it tonight um but uh hopefully i can get her on on another episode of the keeg uh for some other stuff so we can have her on and uh, be able to talk with her about that uh matt you have been my co-host for this whole season thank you so much for being my thank co-host. you for having me of course man of course um uh i i know it's bold and i'm gonna say it because the super bowl is what this weekend I'm going to yes. say it. I'm going to say it's bold. Uh, go Rams. Go Rams. Go Rams. It's bold. It's bold. I know because I'm, um, I'm I'm a hop, skip, and a jump away from L.A. anyway. Yeah. It's it's bold. It is bold. But it I'm saying bold. it. Thank I'm you. saying it as a Southern Californian. Yep. Wh- which would I who, – who do I want to put my uh, – uh, Cincinnati? Cincinnati or L.A.? Cincinnati. Like, Cincinnati. Why would I? What? All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Matt. I mean, it is the year of the tiger, but. Ugh. Yeah, no, no. It's going to be year of the ram, baby. It's going to be year of the ram. Year of the gonna ram. Change, they're going to change the calendar. I care nothing about football, but I will watch the Super Bowl and I will want to report on the commercials that take place. So hopefully there's some good commercials. You know? Yeah. Uh, Matthew, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on my Instagram, Matthew A. Mori. Um, you can f- listen to my record, Overwhelming Odds by Crosscheck. Take a listen if you like hardcore punk. That's your thing. Maybe you'll like it. So check that out. Go right. over Rams. 
All right. Sounds good. Uh, if anyone out there wants to contribute to the key, uh, if you can, if you can, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the show. Uh, you can find a tier that works for you. There's multiple tiers starting at $5 a month. It's very, very simple. Any amount, little amount helps for the key. We're trying to expand the key and what we're doing, um, especially in 2022. I got a lot of shows in mind. I want to expand to more shows and uh, do more per week. And uh, we really just need the funding for it. So definitely just check it out. Just go there, patreon.com slash the Keeg show. Just see. And uh, we give back to all our donators, all our subscribers. So um, um, nope. check it out and see, you know, if it, if it might be worth it for you. You send like a signed photo or something? Uh, we got we got different things. We got different uh, tiers for different things, all based around the fact that you want to be part of the kingdom. You know, nice. So uh, I'm trying to look it up. I don't have it. Um, yeah, I'll just take take a shirtless signed photo, man. Uh, that'd yeah. be great. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Obviously, Mr. Plow and Miss Marauder. We also got Somber Knock out there. Jesse Carnes, Luke Chavez. Uh, uh, not sure. Uh, Deutsch. Who was it? Dr. Deutsch. Was that his name? Mr. Deutsch. I think so. Dr. Mr. Deutsch. Mr. Deutsch was out there. We had a lot of people watching us. Thank you on, on four different platforms, but either way, we will see you next. Uh, depends Whenever. if Obi-Wan shows up or Moon Knight shows up one or the other, we're de- you know, whichever one comes first, Obi-Wan or Moon Knight, we will, that's the next time. We will be seeing you guys. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for being on the show. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and co-host, Matthew Mori. Matthew Mori. Oh, I didn't know you wanted me to say. No, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, This has been the uh, Book of Boba Fett after show. Take care, everybody. Peace out. Later. Super fast.